comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new and, dare I say, very special episode of Nerds United here on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. That's because we're going to be joined by a very special guest. That's two uses of the word special in a very close proximity of time and i'm not comfortable with that but i'm your host my name is greg mahachko and joining me he is the co-host of the year and you know him and you love him and that's michael luther hello mike i thought, I thought you were gonna go with and that's mike special luther <laughs> oh that would have been good get another special there by the way greg uh i hope you know and i hope you do this too whenever the theme Uh-oh. song comes on I mouth the words and and I get very animated with it. <laughs> you can't see me though because you know the graphics are on. So I I do similar. Um, Good, especially for like the Five Heart Podcast, which we use the same uh, service, so it works the same. But it's got uh, uh, a drum bit of a drum solo at the end. So oftentimes going. Okay. So how are you? How's how's your week been? Uh, I am fine. I have a quick Taco Bell story for you. I ha- I had Taco Bell last night, so that's very uh, timely. Okay. This was I don't think last night, I think the night before last or something. I don't remember. But anyway, so I'm I'm going. I go to the Taco Bell, right? Go through the drive-through, and I order. I say yes. I need some chicken chipotle melts, uh, chicken quesadilla, and a large soda. Hmm. Right. And the guy goes, okay. So I got the the um chicken chipotle melts and i'm sorry what else did you need i go oh the large soda and i told him what kind i forget what kind i had though it, and, it should be the baja blast if you're i think uh, it was to be honest with you i think it was um that's, that's I, by the way i don't normally get soda but i got this time it has nothing to do with the story though regardless okay. um and then you go i was like oh uh, yeah large baja blast and the chin case he goes okay so i got the the um the baja blast i'm sorry what did you say <laughs> and now I'm I'm just confused because I'm like I go it shouldn't oh, be that I, difficult, sir. I'm thinking to myself, did I say it wrong? Did like I don't I, go, I and I honestly I go um I do you have these? I think it's called like a chicken quesadilla. I might I might be saying that wrong. I don't know. And he goes, oh oh no yeah we have it. And I'm like that's what I fucking thought you had it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, around my around my house, we call it a quesadilla just for yeah. Fun. Maybe that's maybe that's what he was th- I, he thinks, thinks is that, but I don't know. So anyway, I, I pull up, you know, exchange the money, everything, and then you, you know, get the food and stuff. And I pull out, and because I'm fat, I don't feel like waiting the two minutes it takes to get to my house. I uh, <laughs> I, I I reach in the bag and I pull out what I think is the chicken chipotle melt, and I take a bite out of it. It's it's thinner than I'm used to, and I'm like, take another bite, and it's just cheese basically. I'm like. Did they not they put, did they give you a little cheese roll up? Well, so I'm like, do they not put the chicken in there? I'm like, what? And then so yeah, there's no chicken in this one. Yeah, basically a cheese roll up or whatever it was. Okay. It wasn't bad, you know. And then I reach in the bag, so I'm like, maybe let's make sure they didn't mess up the rest of the order. And I'm looking reaching around for the chicken quesadilla, which you can find at the bottom. And I did, I didn't even want to eat, I just want to know it was there. Can't find it. So I'm like, okay, so they forgot my chicken quesadilla. No big deal. And then I grab like another one. I think it, this is a bigger one. 
And I'm like, okay, this has to be a chicken chipotle melt. And as I, I like, I'll, I unwrap it and then I go to eat it and it has lettuce on it, which well, number one, I don't eat. And two, uh, chicken chipotle melts don't have lettuce. They, it's literally just chicken and chipotle sauce. And I think there might be cheese. I'm honestly not sure. Um, but I was like, oh, God damn it. So there was, I don't know how five of whatever they were, um, something with lettuce and tomato. And I'm like, and normally I don't, and I've done this before where I've just like thrown the bag away mm-hmm. and just not even going back there. But I'm like, no, I got, I got to go back. Cause one, I was hungry and two, I don't have the type of money where I can just, you know, throw food away. Right. So I go back there and I go inside. I'm, I'm really nice, you know, and I, and luckily I had my receipt and I said, Hey, I'm and I went to the person there and I was like, Hey, I'm really sorry. I was like, there must have been some kind of mix up. I was like, here's my receipt. Here's what it ordered, but I was like, that's not in the bag. And then you know, another lady comes from the back and she's like, Oh, I'm sorry, I think you're you we gave your order to somebody else, blah blah blah. And I was like, Hey, it's no big deal, you know. And she's like, Oh, we'll make it fresh right now. And there was probably three other people in inside with me, kind of like waiting for their food. And so I'm like, Yeah, that's no problem. And I and I leave, not to leave, but I like I just step back and I'm kind of just standing there. And then two other people get their food, they leave. And the one guy, he's there and he's like, he's like, hey, is somebody gonna make my food? And <laughs> oh, and he's about my age a little bit older. And he and the lady's like, I'm I'm sorry, what? Because it was like a bunch of teenagers and then one like older lady. You know, and she's like, I'm sorry. And he goes, there's been like three or four people that have come and went since I ordered. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. What was your name? And he told him the name, which I don't even realize they take down names to talk about, but whatever. Maybe they do on the inside. Um, and so she's like, oh, he had your food. And he's like, oh, and then he goes, take. She's like, no, no, let me make more. And I, and I, I by the way, I didn't tell him that I had eaten the cheesy, uh, whatever it was. <laughs> I was for free. Um but the, the, that guy was pissed. I, I yeah. would just, whatever, you know, like, let's talk about what do you expect? Uh, but he goes, looks at me and he's like, can I give me this look? And I know he's about to start saying something like, I can't believe they want $15 an hour or whatever, you know? And I just shut that shit down immediately. <laughs> I was just like, he looks at me, gives me a look. And I was like, eh, it's no big deal. I go, it wasn't, it wasn't bad intentions. You know, they're, they're learning. And then he just, he knew he wasn't going to get in, like, the we're, we're buddies and we can argue together right right so then he the then he just like i think the, the lady came out gave us like free like i got like four or five free coupons or nice. for, for free tacos which, yeah, that's cool like i said i i was fine it's like whatever um but he did not say one word she I, she gave me the coupons i was like oh thank you so much that, that's really kind of you didn't say a word to her and then when, even when he got his food she's like I'm, she's like i'm so sorry and she's like go ahead and check and make sure it's right and he just grumbles through it then closes it up leaves and then she's like i'm i'm really sorry she's like they got to be more careful back there i was like eh, whatever it's taco bell it's not things happen you know it's, it's yeah it's, it things happen it's not a so, four-star michelin restaurant it's yeah so i i eventually got my food and i got like i said free i think four or five coupons for free tacos or something so it was good i i feel like the the taco bell taco bell people almost handed me the wrong order yesterday <laughs> uh because they were like uh um uh, uh the well, I I paid through the app because okay. like Taco Bell's got so many options that I just you know I don't want to sit there and, and and clog up the the drive-through line. So I usually just order ahead, and you know that when I say I've got a mobile order. Oh, what's your name? My name is Greg. Oh, pull up to the window, uh, and then so I'd already paid through the app, and and they said, uh, uh, yeah, your totals whatever it was, mm-hmm. and I was like, she said, 
you oh you paid through that but i paid through it's like yeah i could see the look on your face like you were very confused <laughs> <laughs> um and then tonight so for it's friday we usually do pizza on friday because nobody really wants to do anything uh garrett opted for Domino's. okay and um they had a special like two medium two topping pizzas and the garlic twists and we, you know, we ran to Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois, uh, and we um, were sitting there like we had it is said it's going to take a half hour. So we figured we knew we had at least 10 minutes of sitting in the parking lot. And then all of a right. sudden I look at the little uh, pizza tracker and it says it's ready. So I dr- 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 around the building. I said, hey, yeah, um, Greg M with the pickup. Oh, OK. And they said, oh, it's coming up now. OK, now was like another five minutes of sitting there at the window. Uh, and then again, it was two pizzas and the garlic twists and they handed me four boxes <laughs> and I looked down and I, I, I was almost just to, to turn out onto a belt line. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to, nobody's behind me. I'm going to back up and I'm a park. I'm, and I took both of the smaller boxes in because um, one had the garlic twist. One had the Parmesan bites. Okay. And Parmesan bread bites. I took him and I said, um, y'all gave me two boxes. I think I only needed to have one here. And the guy was like, oh, no, we had extra Parmesan bread bites. Uh, enjoy. I was like, okay. I, I would not have gone back in. I, you know, I, I just wanted to do it upright. So um, I, she's like, thanks for coming back in. I said, <laughs> and she, she sent me away with the bread bites. So we had, we had double appetizers. Nice. When I when I brought the original the Taco Bell bag back in, like she was gonna make the new food, and she's like, "You can have this." Like I'm like, "No, no, I don't, I don't want it." And, <laughs> and she's like, "Well, she's like, we're just gonna end up throwing it away." And I was like, "Well, give it to the people in the back corner. I don't care, right. you know." And uh, but I was thinking to myself, if I would have liked it, then I would have came back. <laughs> like it was like you know, it was just regular. Well, if it was like tacos with no lettuce and tomato, I'd be like, "Yeah, whatever. Okay, oh, you did, but." Anyway, well, uh, comic books. Comic books. And uh, uh, we have a special guest waiting in the green room, and we're going to keep oh, okay. him there. Well, we're we're going to talk about comic books. Let's bring him in. Let's start talking. You know what we're talking about. Oh, oh, oh are we going to table comic books just till next week? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me yeah. put the stack of comic books. I got a really uh, unique selection at uh, Twilight Comics, uh, Swansea, Sweet. Illinois, today. So, yes, um, I don't know if you know this, Mike. In fact, I know you know this because you told me about it. But a couple of weeks ago, uh, Netflix dropped a docu-series uh, called Wrestlers. And it was about uh, Al Snow and his group of wrestlers at Ohio Valley Wrestling. And you know this. Maybe some of our listeners don't. But here, right here on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network at Cheap Pop, uh, we have our very own wrestling podcast called my one, two, three cents, the podcast with Kevin Huntsberger. We are honored and, and truly it, it's a, uh, it is amazing to have the host of my one, two, three cents, the podcast joining us here uh, on, on nerds United, both on podcast and YouTube form. Uh, please welcome to the show, Mr. Kevin Huntsberger, Kevin. Hello. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Thanks for having me. Yay. Thank you for the introduction. I'm 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 just glad that uh, Chad Smart guy. This ain't the uh, Greg and Chad Power Half Hour or whatever that show was. Y'all doing that anymore? What's going on with that? We haven't done that in like a year and a half. 
I, I just, I just. And, and that's fine because I'm right now, I'm doing a lot of shows. <laughs> I think you're only doing two shows right now. I'm doing three. I'm doing two for Coronation. Oh. Mm. And I'm, I'm producing another one for them. So busy fella. But that's okay because that's the show that pays $100 every month. <laughs> Not bad. There you <laughs> go. And you know what? Don't tell them this, but I do it for free. <laughs> uh, Kevin, how'd the Lions do tonight? Oh, man. First loss of the season, 29 oh. to 28. Ooh. Who did nail play? biter, nail biter, Harrisburg actually, which oh. uh, Harrisburg was came in five and one, and we, or I'm sorry, four and one, we came in five and zero, oh, and uh, man, it was so close, it was so close. But uh, you know, we've had a lot of close games this season, and and eked it out at the very, like literally at the very end. So we were optimistic we were going to do it again at the for this game, but it just wasn't meant to be. So uh, we're now uh, five and one on the season, so still yeah. respectable. Oh, yeah, that's all right. That is all right. So you are a cheer dad. I am. And very soon you will have an empty house. Thanks for reminding me of this. <laughs> yes. I Probably guess so, yes. I guess that's not a good thing or just take some adjustment. I'm mm, adjustment because, yeah. you know, for 23, almost 24 years now, there's been – at least three of us here, so right. we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So, uh, but yeah, she is uh, has applied, and and uh, you know, no spoilers, but uh, it does look like ninety nine percent that she is going to be going away. So, nice. we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, uh, nice, nice for her. I understandable for yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I I look the the reason I I bring this up is. Kevin, I sent you a, a message via the, the channels uh, probably within the last week or so because I came across a video of a, a, a wrestling mm. match in Japan <laughs> that was Kenny Omega yes. and like a nine-year-old girl. Yes, I've seen yes, that. yes. Like a full match. And, yeah. and you know, it's Kenny Omega, so he's, you know, an internet darling, I guess. And, yeah. and I, no backlash, no heat, but I remember, you know, half a dozen years or so back when, yeah. uh, your daughter got involved, uh, in, an, in a wrestling angle, uh, and the internet was not happy with you. And, yes. and my, my message to you was something along <laughs> the lines of, I don't want you to get any more shit from the internet, uh, for, yeah for this you know because of this kenny omega match so just want you to know man power to the people in solidarity my brother there you go thank you i don't know yes. I, I might have just appropriated that and i'm <laughs> by the anyway. way Kevin, what are you drinking uh this is called alex mixner polka and it is a uh pilsner i got this i've had it for a little while but uh i've had a couple of them so i i, I thought you know what i need a liquid uh refreshment before we get started here and so what are and you guys are, drinking i i am having an oktoberfest mm. from Schlafly. Schlafly oh nice, nice. Yes. i am having water from okay. my fridge I have, well that's that's up next so yeah i was gonna say i have i have that here too <laughs> <laughs> i have um i have to be up early tomorrow which got is that marketing thing. Yeah, I got the, la the last uh, farmer's market for my wife uh, and her uh, homemade crocheted goodies. 
Oh, um, yeah, cool. So, uh, I don't know, Kevin, you haven't requested any Wrestle Buddies, so I uh, I don't have any <laughs> any of those. Uh, I can ask her. She could we probably do monkeys. We need some jittery monkeys. That's what I've, I said. <laughs> I've, I've mentioned that to her, but uh, you see how far that's gotten me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got so. you. I got I ain't got the dough to make it happen. So now, now guys, we can sit here talking about crocheting all day. You know? <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> and, and I trust you guys. I know we want to. I don't know. I know the fans want it, but uh, I I want to talk about wrestlers because I really enjoyed it, and I I don't know if I was the first one. I know I think I watched it before Greg did. You did. You told me about it, sir. Yeah, because that's just the kind of guy you are. I want to, and I and I actually told Greg. I said we got to get Kevin on because I kind of want Kevin's opinion because yeah. you you were in Stripe Pro Wrestling, which unfortunately mm-hmm. is no longer around. Yeah, uh, and that is unfortunate. Um, but I, I'm assuming I'm hoping you watched Wrestlers, by the way. Or this, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was I was, uh, I was actually watching it. I was I think up to episode six when Greg had messaged me last week and asked me about doing the show. So. Uh, and I have since finished it, but yeah, um, I watched it for a couple of reasons. One, uh, the obvious one is because I'm a wrestling fan, but right. uh, two, you know, just seeing some of the trailers and, and some of the stuff that they were putting out uh, on social media, I, I know a handful of the guys that were, they were in the highlights, but they weren't like featured, if featured, that makes right. sense. So, um, you know, getting to see those guys and, and you know, I have, unfortunately, I've never been to an OVW show and I've always wanted to go. I think Chad has gone to a couple. Um, and then, of course, my friend Tyler and, and I know a handful of guys from from Stride who uh, are on the roster uh, and wrestle there consistently. So I wanted to watch it and, and support them. And, and it ended up being, like Mike said, I, I was, you know, I wasn't sure what to expect because sometimes these wrestling documentaries can go sideways and, and this was not, you know, I'm glad that they didn't put it like to a reality show vibe to it. It was just more of a, Hey, this is, this is it. I didn't feel like it was, uh, scripted, you know, scripted, rehearsed yeah. And, and, yeah. and crammed down our throats. So I, I was pleasantly surprised. And I hope that this kind of gives OVW, uh, a bit of a, a a bump, and and you know we we see more from them. Specifically to that uh, notion of of the the type of show that it was versus the type of mm-hmm. show that it could have easily been. Uh, yeah. Today I listened to, uh, and I don't usually I I listened to eighty three weeks with Eric Bischoff, but I don't usually oh. listen to the strictly business side. But it mm-hmm. was Eric uh, and Al Snow, and they were talking about wrestlers, uh, oh, and cool. and the the main focus was like, they didn't, they want to make sure this was not a reality show. It's something that was, you know, unscripted television, but definitely more of a, of a documentary type of approach. And the director was the same guy who uh, did last chance you um, for Netflix. And there was okay. another one that was prominent that I unfortunately can't remember. I, I oddly enough, Kevin, I think it was something that was cheer related. Yeah, um, it was. Um, I don't remember the, but yeah, it was one of those. Cheer, there, there are actually several, but yeah. Um, and we watched some of them. So yeah, I, I don't remember which one this particular director was associated with, but yeah, you're right about that. But, but it was definitely a fly on the wall. Cameras are impl- not, you know, 
again, the, the example they used is Kardashians. I don't really even have an idea of, cause I've, I've never, <laughs> I've never watched the Kardashians. Uh, I've never watched the Kardashian. Mike, I can't even name all the Kardashians. By the way, Kevin, I don't know if you listen to the podcast a lot. Literally, like every time on the podcast, he's like, we got to finish because the Kardashians is on. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's not true. (laughs) Um, But, you know, this was definitely, you know, the the producers were there, you know, obviously in in, in the crew and everything. And Al Snow was very complimentary of everybody. And, uh, they're waiting to see if there's going to be a second season. He said, you know, at one point we were, uh, you know, had a hundred percent fresh on rotten tomatoes and, and we were trending for like two weekends or something after uh, the show came out. So a lot of positive uh, buzz around the show. Um, it, I, unlike you guys, I hadn't, I hadn't seen a trailer for, it. I had didn't know it existed until Mike said, Hey, you need to check out this thing on Netflix. What's the name of that? Netflix. Service, I believe Netflix. it's called Netflix. Netflix, yes. uh, called Wrestlers, and I, I was like, oh, okay, and and honestly, it had it not been for Mike's recommendation, I probably wouldn't have watched it, and that's mm-hmm. even with my appreciation for all that Al Snow has done for the business, and for my appreciation for what OVW has been, uh, yeah. you know, especially as like a, a, a developmental territory back in the day for for uh wwe and we always talk about um i I say we always talk about this isn't a wrestling podcast but you know uh you always hear about that great class of 2002 it had john Mm -hmm. cena dave bautista randy orton uh, um uh, brock lesnar uh, shelton benjamin i mean four of those guys are hall of famers and then you have shelton benjamin who's a a world-class athlete too so Mm -hmm. um by the way to be fair we do talk about we do talk about wrestling uh, quite a bit on this podcast, and, and we'll talk about it a little bit. And then it'll be like we should let, we should let Kevin actually talk about this. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So actually, with with OVW, uh, when I lived in Louisville, which was around mm-hmm. two thousand four, two thousand five, uh, that I believe is when they were the I think is when they were feeder company for for WWE at the, at the time. And a yeah. uh, quick story, I actually met Al Snow at a gas station. Oh, really? Uh, yes. I don't, it was like, like I said, maybe 2004, but sometime in 2004, five, six, seven, I can't remember. And, uh, yeah. but I was, I, I don't know where I was going, but I was at a gas station. I saw this guy. I'm like, that looks exactly like Al Snow. And he was just pumping gas with a couple other people right next to me. And I was just like, hey, are you Al Snow? He goes, turns around, yeah. And I'm like, friendly, you know, and I, I was like, oh man, I'm a big fan. I, I'm glad he didn't say like what's what's your favorite match because I wouldn't have been able to you know <laughs> name one. <laughs> but he's like, oh, I appreciate it. And then he just reaches out his hand, shakes my hand, and probably could have oh, wow. literally broke my hand if he wanted to. Yeah. Um, and then just you know went inside or whatever something. Like, oh, cool. Mike, Mike, did you uh, did you look him in the eyes seductively and say, "What does everybody want?" <laughs> I, I, well, that's <laughs> yeah, oddly, oddly enough, though, that's how I greet most people. It just worked out that it was Alex Snow that time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, one, another thing, you know, like with the with the documentary that I I, I say I found surprising, but it really shouldn't have been, is kind of how much money they were losing like every mm. month. Yeah, I I and I, I, I could get the numbers wrong, but I want to say they said it was like forty thousand a month, forty thousand dollars a month they were losing or something. It was something it, insane. Where I'm like, how it how was is it still business? It was an insane number, and and you know I think that is one of those things that you know with pro wrestling or you know. I, I spent 
20 plus years in the TV news business. And I think people have this preconceived notion that because you're on TV, that equals big paydays. And, yeah. and that's not the yeah. case. And, and with, with wrestling, it really, you know, I, I didn't, uh, I worked with, with Tyler Hatton here with, with Stride Pro Wrestling, and we were very, very, very low key. Uh, you know, we rented a building and unfortunately, you know, the building that we were renting, uh, it went from $600 one month to the next month, they jacked the, the rent up to 800 bucks. And then on top of that, this was when the whole Ameren situation here in Southern Illinois was going out of control with, with heating or cooling the place. And so then we had that expense and it just... It's insane how much you spend. You don't think about the overhead, the the utilities, the rent, the wrestlers, the insurance to to make sure that you know if somebody does get hurt that that you're covered. Um, and then, especially when you're in an arena like you know OVW has, or when when we were doing Stride, you know you're you. There are only so many people that can fit in there, and you have to fill it first. But then, right. even if you fill it you're still sometimes not even going to break even. So uh, it becomes a very complicated situation and uh, you don't want to lose money. And luckily, fortunately for Stride, we never lost money, but we never made money either. It was like kind of a break even situation month after month. But, you know, with, with TV production and, and, and all that, and, and I, I, I appreciate the fact that they wanted to stay true to the, we want to go live every week and, and keep that element going. Um, kudos to them for that because yeah, they could have cut that corner and, 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 and save some cash, but I think it does make them unique. And it's one of the few, maybe the only outside of AEW and, and WWE that goes live consistently, even though it's not nationwide or worldwide, but they're still on TV there. And uh, I think that's pretty cool. Oh yeah. L lots of, uh, things that I want to touch on. First of all, Kevin, you said people assume that when you're on TV, you're, you're making money hand over fist. Yeah. And you said that's not the case, but we see the wrestling figures behind you. <laughs> and, yes. and, as, and as Conrad Thompson says famously, you can't hide money. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that, that's one. Secondly, you said that, uh, uh, you know, stride, you know, the, the increasing cost of rent, uh, the power, things like that. And you, um, and I say this tongue in cheek, you, you know, I, I, I know you didn't necessarily like you, you stepped away. Mm -hmm. you know prior but but uh, um like i really would have imagined that you'd have been like the band on the titanic just playing as it went down uh yeah yeah <laughs> um, you know and and i i walked away um when tyler walked away and there you know there was no hard feelings or anything it was no. just seven years it it was time to to see you know if someone else could have a run with it and you know it it didn't end up being as as fruitful as as we had hoped and so you know it was time it was time you also said that uh, Stride never lost money, but they never made money. But what they mm -hmm. did do is they uh, donated a lot of money. Yeah, you know, and and I, I think that part can't be underscored or understated. Yeah, you know, with and, and I don't know how other wrestling companies do it, but a lot of of you know you see promotions do these benefit shows and and whatnot, and and how it worked with Stride is you know the the group that's raising the money, a school or church or or whatever, pays a a flat fee. I think it was $1,200 and that covers, you know, transportation of getting the ring, getting everything there, 
And it does, you know, some of the wrestlers do take a, a you know, a, a payment that night. Um, but then they sell the tickets and then whatever they choose to sell the tickets for that it's, it's straight up profit then yeah. after that for them. And so, you know, some of these schools were making three, four, $5,000 on, on these fundraisers. So over the course of the seven years, stride raised over a hundred thousand dollars for different, That's- you know, whether it was storm victims, cancer patients, schools and, and churches and, and whatnot. So, um, it, there, you know, there is money to be made in, in that capacity. And I think it's easier to convince, you know, a group of soccer moms to come and, and watch a wrestling show when it's benefiting their kid's soccer team. And they don't have to shell out a hundred dollars for this cost. And instead I'll pay a $10 ticket and yeah, I'll go sit and watch wrestling for a couple of hours and, and have some fun. So, and I think that's the thing with wrestling, you know, even though not everybody's quote unquote into it, we're not fans. I think someone could come in off the street and watch it and be entertained. And it's just a night of entertainment. It's a night of fun. You don't have to necessarily know the story to really understand it. Although storytelling, especially long-term with TV, I think helps. And that's where uh, OVW, I think, benefited with with wrestlers because it introduced me. You know, like I said, I knew a handful of those folks. But, uh, you know, uh, Hollywood, for example, uh, is one that I hadn't heard of. And I, and I, I understand now that she may or may not have had or is about to have a tryout with WWE. So she, she I was, think this opened some doors for the, the talent as well. Yeah, I was going to say, she was going, from what I read, she was going to have a tryout, but then it got pulled because of medical mm. reasons. Mm. So I don't know what that means. I, I, I interpreted that as uh, they were going to give her a, a drug test and she was not going to pass it. But I, was, I had no clue. Well, I, honestly, I hope, it, I hope it's that and not something else like serious. Right, right. You sure, know? Sure. And, and what I, you know, going back to that Strictly Business episode I was listening to today, they have a, a uh, pay-per-view scheduled OVW, pronouns pal, uh, for <laughs> October that uh, Haley J had to uh, – back out of because she's going to be down doing some dates with AEW at that time. So one door closes, another opens, but you know, kind of going back to that weekly television, um, Mm -hmm. you're right. They, they AEW, WWE are the only ones and they didn't do live shows during the pandemic, but they still had like best ofs and clip shows and, and things like that to keep uh, relevant. But you know, you mentioned, you know, yeah, the Louisville, they're they're on a few stations around Kentucky. But as, as Mike told me, uh, they're also on Fight TV. Uh, yeah. They're on some some smaller uh, networks. I remember like uh, Ring of Honor back in the day used to be on Sinclair. So, you, you know, hit and oh, miss yeah. and, and various things. But, you know, so OVW has a few of those. They are also up in Canada. Al Snow said they're in over a million homes. Hmm. So it, it's just, you know, do people know about it? Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, no good, good. Uh, Mike, you may remember this, or, or Greg from the show. I, I'm curious whether OBW is paying to be in those markets and being on those platforms, or you know, like we've seen, you know, kind of the evolution with WWE or WWF back in the day. You know, they had this slick little show put together, and TV stations were clamoring for it. You know, they were actually willing to pay for it. Um, and AEW, you know, that, that's kind of the, the I, I think one of the ways that WWE kind of blazed that trail is, is with television rights. And, you know, they're a multi-billion dollar company now because of that. 
And I think AEW, you know, with, with TNT, obviously TNT and Turner Broadcasting has faith in them and, and adding shows and, and whatnot. So uh, that could be one of the reasons why they were losing so much money is if they're actually paying to be on those TV stations and those platforms. I remember back, oh gosh, 10, 12 years ago when, when All-American Pro Wrestling was here in Southern Illinois and, and Chris Hagstrom, who was running that, was paying WSIL to put the show on every other week. And it was a bi-weekly thing. And then every, the other week it would, it would go on to YouTube, but that, that, you know, eats up a lot of money too. You're paying talent, but then you're also paying to be on TV. So, and you know, for wrestler, you know, it, this is part-time work for them or they have a full-time job. They have a family. As we saw some of these people, these characters we came to love they're working and, and, you know, doing their nine to five and then doing the wrestling thing. And it, it becomes difficult to promote wrestling and sell wrestling and, and do all that when it's not being as, as, as uh, fruitful as your nine to five job is. Yeah. I don't know if they, if they said on, on the document or docuseries, if they're paying or not, I have seen uh, two episodes now of OVW. Like I said, it's, it's on fight and it's on the free version of fight. Because mm. I wasn't going to pay, um, I, and I say this with the most utmost respect, but yeah, I yeah. don't see many television channels going. Yes, we want this. Yeah, right now. Now, granted, yeah. it, it's done so good on Netflix that that might be a that might be a selling point. Mm-hmm. You know, there's you know, you come to mm-hmm. whatever channel and see the the top rated and Netflix series. You know, yeah, uh, and put that on there. You know, because and, and here's the thing, it, and it's just they don't have the money that you know WWE or AEW has, so you can only expect right. so much. Uh, they do have some good wrestlers though, and, mm-hmm. and and I like so we mentioned the storylines before, and like yeah, technically you don't need to know the storylines, but man, it sure helps if you know oh, sure. who, who you're cheering for, and you know, because yeah. I rem- I remember going now this I mean years and years ago when uh, was it CapeCon whatever it was, mm-hmm. yeah, and oh yeah, they, yeah. They had the the wrestling show there, and it was my first like independent wrestling show I'd been to, you know. And mm-hmm. I just it was really fun, but like I didn't know the chance that everybody else is doing. And, and you, oh, know, yeah. you know, the music would start, and they'd be like, "Oh, boo!" And I'm like, "I guess that person's a bad guy. I don't know, you know." Yeah. So so yeah, it it does help, but I yeah, I I don't it, I'd still check out check out uh, uh, an episode of OBW if you want. It's it's on Five TV. And I would I would not mind going to an OVW show because tickets, by the way, are only fifteen dollars. Oh, nice! Yeah, so we may have to do a jittery monkey road trip. There you to, go uh, to OVW sometime. Yeah, it's not that far on a Thursday night. On yes. a Thursday night, <laughs> yeah. let's do it. Uh, my my first two Thursdays of the month are booked. Just is it? Just okay. Kidding. If we wait until next summer, I have Fridays off on in there, the summer. So okay, so, okay, nice, nice. Um, yeah, and by the way, I the, I think the Netflix series is helping because I think their I want to say their September yesterday's was sold out. I saw. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. In in fact, uh, not entirely sure when the strictly business that I listened to today was recorded, um, but Al said, you know, like they have been building. You know, I'm sure it's a, a mix of the stories that they've been telling and the success of the series. But he said, not only did we sell it, we were turning people away at the gate. Yeah. Which, oh, wow. That's you know, awesome. you almost wonder if like maybe, maybe pre-sell them tickets for next week then, you know, make sure they have a spot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? True. Um, I don't know how, how the business side of that works, but uh, 
Um, yeah, it was, I'll tell you, for, for me, the, it was a show that was out of the left field. I, at times, you know, like I, I definitely have the, the individuals. When you're when you're watching a docu series like this, you don't really care about their their wrestling personas, you know. At least I don't. So I don't care if Hollywood Haley J wins or Mister Pectacular or anything like that. But you you get to really start to you know root for the individuals. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, um, uh, the champ who who lost in the finale to uh, Cowboy James Storm uh, Mahabali Shera. Oh yeah, you know I was like really cheering for that guy you know he'd been in nxt uh you know they said and, and had a cup of coffee uh, at that level but you know now he, he's like this is my life and and he could have as they say in the industry uh gone boo-boo faced when found out he he was gonna drop the title that night but he has a lot of faith in al snow um and so i feel like that's uh reciprocated uh to an extent mm-hmm. and and then his success will be returned uh, uh tenfold so um you know it was uh, guys like that you know you, you cheer for kevin i'm with you there was there was one in particular that i recognized from some of those ccw shows um the, i can't remember it's like uh, uh salvador I, I don't know he's like the the dark angel or something like that do you remember who i'm talking about oh yeah yeah um oh, help God. me out his name is uh was it Damon? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was in there and then there was a quick clip with, um, Dexter Roswell and, uh, I didn't see Dexter in there. Yeah. It's a, it's one of those. It's like, and I would, if they wouldn't have screenshotted it and posted it, I probably, because it goes, it's like, episode six or seven. It's like when Mm -hmm. they're celebrating and everybody's happy backstage and, uh, uh Bo Sawyer is, is back there with him as well. Oh, my um, shoot. And so yeah, they it, it goes by it goes by quick, but yeah, it's uh uh and then I saw Brandon Espinoza, you know, SB. Um but Damone, um uh the I think he's the fallen and I'm terrible with this, but yeah, he's he's associated with Cape Championship Wrestling. I think he may have actually come and done a stride show once or twice as well. I think if I remember correctly, he's from the Kansas City area, so he drives. It's quite a haul for him, uh, you know, going out there to OVW to do that. If he if still it, lives in Kansas City, yeah. If it's uh, all right, so I, I finally found out the right spelling. Uh, Damone Solovino, uh, the it. Nephilim is what he yes. is what he goes by. So, and he's been on, uh, I think AEW a little bit too. He's he's had some maybe dark matches or matches on dark, you know, that type of thing. So, um, yeah, yeah. you know, and and good for all those guys. Again, it's, you know, I, when I broke into radio 20 years ago, I was doing high school radio and I I just thought the natural progression of my career was going to be, all right, I'll do high school for a few years and then I'll do small college. Then I'll do minor league and then I'll do bigger college and then I'll be in Bush stadium or, uh, 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 the, well, it's Heinz Field. It was Heinz Field, you know, for the Steelers. I just thought that was going to be my natural. That's going to be how, how my career was going to go. By the time I was this age, you know, I, if I would have stayed in radio, I'd be the voice of the St. Louis. You know, obviously that didn't happen, but you know, the, it's there are stages, just like in Major League Baseball, where mm-hmm. you know you get drafted and then you start in single A ball, double A, triple A, etc. I mean, there are not 
unless you're um well even randy orton spent time at ovw but you know unless you're a name unless you are i don't say like dennis rodman i feel like that's a bad example but uh coming from somewhere else in the sports world where you're scooped up immediately and going to the NXT performance center, like you have to quote unquote pay your dues. And so it was kind of nice to see, uh, you know, this group of men and women paying their dues yeah. uh, in, in this regard. And I'll tell you not, you know, uh, I enjoyed the series, but man, that, that death match between mom and daughter, that, that is definitely not my cup of tea. Mike, no. what do you think about that? No, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of the death match just in general, but everybody, you know, they're whatever. They have their own thing they like. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't a fan of it. You know what? I, I after watching the series, this is what I realized. I want every sporting event to have like cinematic moments. Like, you know, what? I, I'm not a huge sports fan except for like MMA and stuff like that. So, like baseball, if you take baseball, and you give it the final, not I don't say final, but like the last episode, Al Snow match treatment mm-hmm, would mm-hmm. be great. Because like honestly, like if you, I'm getting, and again, I love Al Snow. We've already said that he, I'm a big fan of his. We've already established that on this podcast. Um, but if you were to just watch that match, I mean, he's 60 years old. Like the the tag team match he had, it's probably going to be okay, you know. Yeah. But when you add slow motion, when you add the music to it. When you add like the go back and like put in clips of his, you know, WWE matches, then it looks amazing. Now I'm like on the edge of my seat, right? Like, yeah, go out, go. So now, when you said cinematic match, I thought you were talking about the uh, match. It was like the the drag him to hell. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that you know, and that was. I I mean, obviously, WWE did did similar stuff. Oh yeah, I -hmm. think. TNA, I guess it would have been. I, I think a T because it was the that was a broken Matt Hardy, right? Um, yeah, yeah. But also those. in uh, WWE, I think they did it during the pandemic. They right. had under. I think that was one of the Undertaker's last match was like a yeah. cinematic, whatever you know, match. Was that him and him and AJ Styles? AJ Styles yep. Yeah. But you also no, had like yeah. the uh, John Cena and Bray Wyatt. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that that yeah. type of match. So so yeah, I mean it was. But again, you can mask certain things. Yeah, like I just thought it was well done that we have all this that's pre-recorded. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. you know, obviously the audience can't really expect that it's live, and then they come tumbling out through the curtain. That's oh my gosh, <laughs> you know. It, yeah. But it was it was fun to see you know all the behind the scenes stuff and, and how they put put all that together. It was again the whole the whole thing. I mean the the whole series was well done, um, and you can tell that uh, Al really wants things to succeed. I'll t- one of the more jarring moments uh for me uh to watch because it's not something that i'd ever witnessed and not in real life it, so this was you know even the disconnect of tv but matt jones when he had that seizure oh my it, gosh yes and it was just like it, it was just you like a switch was flipped yeah. and, and he, he was gone for a few minutes you know and and uh like that that honestly kind of woke me up like oh maybe that's something i'm supposed to you know, now, now I might recognize that more. I might have more awareness rather than somebody just tuning me out and be like, I guess they don't like Greg anymore. You know? mm. Yeah, I, I don't think there was no there was no tuning that out. That, that was scary. Right. Yeah. You know, um, I think we're going to probably uh, do uh, a little blind ranking, by the way, Kevin, here in just, oh, just okay. a moment. And I know you know what blind ranking is because you're on TikTok. 
Yes. So I, that's not a bad thing, Kevin. I, I like it. You have, I believe, probably two point five million subscribers on TikTok right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, after this gets out, of course. Yes. Uh, yes. I, where, I, where, I, can, where can people find you on TikTok, uh, Kevin? Uh, it's just my name, Kevin. Uh, I, I think it's Kevin underscore Huntsberger. I'll, I'll, I will tell you, you, you know, Greg, you mentioned earlier my daughter in getting involved in that wrestling match. That video has 6.6 million views on it. So it is my my most viral TikTok. So see, there you go. Now, Greg, now what you have to do for for the Nerds United TikTok, put your kids in wrestling matches. There you oh, I go. thought you were going to say, well, because this is more of a, a superhero one. I do have uh, so Rob, one of the twins, took uh, I had a, a polo that was down here. It was red. Uh, so it kind of looked like a cape and he was put it on him and he was running around the kitchen saying that he was, you know, as a two and a half year old, almost three year old could say, he was trying to say that he was super Grover because, you know, he watched Sesame Street. <laughs> sure. So he's running around. He's like, I'm super Grover. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That would, that's cute enough to get a couple million clicks. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I, know, I was going to say, I meant to say this in the beginning and I, I'm very sincere here. The last, like, if I go back and I listen to the Nerds United episodes, which I do on occasion because I'm just like that, but the number one, I don't say, I think the number one I like most is the one we did many, many years ago where it was me, Kevin, and Greg, and we did a draft for, mm. I believe, superheroes. It was, yes. I don't know, it was really good. Kevin, you were hilarious. I was really funny. Greg was also there. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I knew so that's where you're going. To. I, maybe this one, maybe this episode tops it. I don't know. As soon as, you, <laughs> as soon as you started blowing smoke up Kevin's skirt, I'm like, he's gonna bury me, some bitch. <laughs> uh, Kevin, are you ready to blind sure. rank wrestling moves? Okay, yeah. Okay, and by the way, there's it's gonna be six total, and we're gonna go back okay. and forth. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm gonna start. Okay, and uh, I'm gonna start with one of my favorites. Now, don't let that influence you, Kevin. Uh, and for the benefit of our viewers, I do have pictures of all of these. So I'm going to start with the Scorpion Death Drop. Okay. Kevin? We're just ranking this? Yeah. One out of six? Yeah, one out of six. Well, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. So Brian Rank is so like you have to give it a rank of one to six, and you don't know what's next. So if like right. you, okay, okay. So yeah, so if I give this, which I will give this uh number five. Number five, that's fair. That's fair. Ooh, okay. Okay, I'm gonna it hurts go my heart a little bit, but that's <laughs> I'm gonna go with the angle slam. Hmm. Yeah, you're starting to wonder if maybe you should have should have bumped the scorpion death drop up a little more. Uh, I'll say four. Four. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I'm gonna okay. hit you from Chicago. The Doomsday Device. Ooh. Uh, man, one of the best tag team moves of all time. True. It's scary as hell. Scary though, as if, if you don't uh, do it right. Um, I'm gonna give this one a two. Okay. Okay. By the way, see who's on the. It, correct me if I'm wrong, Kevin. Does that look like that's Kurt Hennig on the receiving end of that? It looks like it, but I don't think it is. Okay. I I don't remember them ever wrestling with Mister Perfect 
in the WWF, but I could be wrong. Okay. Now I'm going to go with one that might be your number one, the 619. Oh, man. I like how. And that's the thing. I don't know what else you guys have. So. Exactly. That's the point. Oh. What are we? We're down to what? One or six? You have one, three, or six. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll give this the three. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm banking on something big for number one. You never know. I think this is going to be it because, Kevin, I'm a big fan of yours. I'm a student of Kevin Huntsberger, and I know who your all time favorite wrestler is. So we have the oh. Iron Claw. <laughs> and that is uh, Mr. Perfect. That is Mr. Perfect. You know what? As much as I like him, I do think the claw is kind of a. I'm kind of with Conrad on the claw move. So I am going to give this, and I'm going to regret this probably. I'm going to give this the six. Okay. And hope that uh, I'm hoping that Mike has my. I I, I do have one move that is my all time favorite. So I'm hoping that Mike has it. Wait, 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 wait. Before uh, Mike, if I. Mm -hmm. What's your all time favorite move, Kevin? The DDT. Okay. Interesting. I almost, okay. I almost included that. <laughs> well, I think if you like the DDT, you will like this one. And I call it the Kevin Huntsberger Clothesline of Doom. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I would give that number 37. <laughs> Uh, it's one now. It's number, it's one, number now. one now. Though. Oh man! That the, by the way, that couldn't have worked out better. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, it's it's, it's not be as cool if he's like that. Just happens to be number six. It's like, ah, whatever. Yeah. Oh man. I, well, I was hoping that. Uh, yeah, the DDT, uh, the pedigree. Those are a couple of of, uh, of my favorites. So the Stone Cold Stunner. I would say no one had nobody had the Stunner on there. Yeah, but there's so many moves though. So that's why I thought. Yeah, about, yeah. I thought about putting the Stunner on. Uh, mm-hmm. So we each pick three. Um, I thought about including the Stunner. I thought about included. Uh, you know, obviously like the Tombstone. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and thought about the DDT. I was it, had I gone with the DDT. I was I was going to go with the Jake the Snake DDT. Yeah, definitely. You know, because now it's just a. As they say in on um, you know all the other pocket, it's a transition move. It's not what it once was. So uh, Mick Foley had a really solid. I mean, Mick Foley's DDT, you know, set mm-hmm. up the mandible claw oftentimes, and and yeah, you know, was definitely more of a traditional finisher. But so many of the moves that we grew up on that were end of the match moves. Now it's you know they have to do something else, something that's you know high risk and like. Look, this isn't, you know, earth shattering news, but like high risk shortens careers. And oh, God, yeah. I, I mean, look at like Arn Anderson didn't do anything high risk and still, you know, had his career cut short. Um, what is it? Uh, Steve Austin, he, he was in Japan and he tore his, what was it his uh, tricep? Something like that. Yeah. But that wasn't, I don't think that was anything high risk. Maybe coming off a second rope or something. And that's what they say a lot of times. It's not necessarily the high risk. It's just, you know, that repetitive of doing it. And even if you don't end your career early, you know, we look at Mick Foley now and and how he's, you know, hobbled and, and, and just, you know, doesn't get around like he he once did. And I, I think that's, 
today's generation of, of wrestlers, uh, a lot of them do take those high, you know, um, not picking on anyone, but Darby Allen, for example. I mean, he's in his late twenties, but you know, and the good thing with AEW is not good thing in that it minimizes the risk when they're not out as much, but they're also not getting those reps. You know, I, there's got to be a happy medium. You know, when we were young and, and watching wrestling, you know, they were on the road close Three, to, if yeah. not 300 days a year. Right. Yeah. Um, and as Ric Flair says, twice on Sunday. So, uh, and now, you know, some of these guys are only wrestling once a week, if even. So, um, but there's got to be, like I said, a, a happy medium in there somewhere where they can still enjoy family time, but also get in there and, and perform and, and not, you know, look bad doing it. So, well, can we talk about why we hate AEW real quick? Why we what? <laughs> why we hate AEW? I'm, I'm going to say this 25 Chad, years. Fast forward through this. <laughs> <laughs> This is more, you know, tongue in cheek. Uh, 25 years ago, we were watching Sting rappel down from the mm. rafters safely. Mm. And and as a guy who was probably in, you know, his mid 30s at the time, now poor AEW has a 60 plus year old man jumping off of balconies and things like that. Like they're trying to hurt him. But that's not right. First of all, I don't think he's doing anything that he doesn't want to do. I, 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 again, <laughs> yeah. That's where I was being <laughs> joking. But, you know, it's like, come on. Um, I was going to say something, else, but Wait, yeah, it's Kevin. Do you not, do you not listen to or listen to, do you not watch or listen to AEW? No, I, you know, <clears throat> I, I cut cable a few years ago, so I don't watch the, the full length shows. Right. I have watched pay-per-views. Um, and so I, I, I watch the high, you know, I, I, it's how I watch raw and SmackDown most of the time yeah. too now is it's just those, you know, couple minute clips that are yeah. popping up on social media, but uh, you know, I, I, I tongue in cheek too. And, and I, I do give Chad a hard time about AEW because he, he is a more AEW guy than he is WWE guy. But you know, I think they have a great product. You, you'll never find anything, uh, you know, abundantly wrong with, with the wrestling. I think mm -hmm. their storytelling is still needs work. And I, and I think a lot of fans are storyline driven and oh, yeah. they want to see those stories it's it's you know you can have eight incredible five-star matches but if there's not a reason to watch them other than it's a good match then i, I think that thought the hardcore fans are going to be there but those fans that are kind of flipping through and, and coming and going you're not going to keep them if if you don't give them a reason to come back every day. yeah and you, and you need to keep those those fans I was going to ask another mm -hmm. question, but I, I forgot what it was. I know oh, I think I've said this before on, on Nerds United is, you know, I used to watch wrestling every week. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we used to go and, and Kevin, I don't know if you, I think you met Mike um, uh, from Odin there, but like we used to get together at his house, watch raw every week. We'd go, you know, six, seven times a year over to his house. We'd all either pitch in financially or, you know, bring food for pay-per-views and things like mm -hmm. that. And it's like, man, we all got older. We, you know, I moved over here, you know, everybody started having kids and, and like we stopped getting together. And that's where my wrestling started falling away because, and I, I realized I was like, I was never, I mean, the wrestling was good. I mean, like I've been to live shows and, and you know, uh, pay-per-views, things like that, Raw's in St. Louis, but it was always about the company that I was with, you know, and, and mm -hmm. the camaraderie and, and the brotherhood yeah. there. So, um, you know, so like, I just don't, 
I mean, I, I, I follow it. I know who, you know, some of the main players are, you know, uh, uh, but I, it's not, you know, for me, that passion that it, that it was back in the day. So. No, I, I, I agree with that. And like I said, uh, you know, I, I did make the trip to LA this, this year to go to WrestleMania. Um, had it not been in LA and that's where Chad lives, I, I probably wouldn't have gone. Um, he's giving me a hard time about going to Philadelphia, but I'm like, there's no way I'm, I'm going to Philadelphia next year, but, uh, well, you go to I Philadelphia, also, you're going to get shot. Yeah, exactly. I had at one point said, you know, number 10, you know, that was our 10th WrestleMania. And I had said, you know, 10's a nice round number and we'll call it a, 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 a day, but you know, as they say in wrestling, never say never. So I, I haven't ruled out eventually doing another WrestleMania trip, but, uh, that you know that gets expensive too, especially when you have kids and kids in college or kids about to go to college. So it, it becomes uh, uh, quite a trek. And you know, luckily with it being in LA, stayed at Chad's place, so it was you know that part of it was free. But uh, it, it's it, it's fun and and being there. And like you said, it's it's the company that you keep with it as well, even if if it is Chad. But uh, well, uh, you know, we have a good time. And Chad's a cuddler too, so I know you were kept warm at night. <laughs> Yeah, he was big spoon, so it was fun. <laughs> uh, Mike, what else you got? Anything else for our esteemed guest and friend? No, no, this has been amazing. It has been amazing. I appreciate and, it, and, and I've never done uh, Steam Yard before or Stream Yard before, so this is this is something I'm going to have to check out. You, we we could actually do these live on our socials, but we don't because mm. you know it's late. <laughs> It's funny because somebody at work today actually brought up Stream uh, Streamyard, and I, when she said it, I had never heard of it. And this is a sign; I've heard it about it twice today, so I, I need to investigate. There you go. I know it's not free. Okay, but I don't know what it costs. <laughs> ah, um, gotcha. But we do appreciate you uh, joining us yeah, here, Kevin. Thank you for having me. It's unfortunate uh, that it comes on the same night that Carterville uh, suffered the first <laughs> L, um, but we know okay. that those lions bounce back because yes, you know lions are 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 resilient creatures. I don't they know are. that that's falling <laughs> apart. Um, so uh, you can find Kevin on most social medias just at my one two three cents. Uh, that includes uh, TikTok, Instagram. No, not TikTok. Let me try that again. Uh, Twitter or X. Instagram, Facebook, and uh, it's just Kevin Huntsberger on TikTok. I don't know why he didn't. We got Nerds United somehow. I don't know why he didn't scoop up my one, two, three cents. <laughs> um, but uh, regardless, Kevin's a tr- tremendous follow, uh, great guy, and uh, great insight into the world of professional wrestling from a lifetime as a fan and a number of years uh, actually involved in the business. So check out his podcast here on JitteryMonkey.com, the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network, and on YouTube, uh, the the tremendous videos that he puts up there as well. So, uh, again, thank you very much, Kevin, for thank joining us. Guys. We know Appreciate it's late. It. We're all getting, <laughs> we're all old men, and we're all getting sleepy. So. <laughs> Thank you, um, fellas. So for Kevin Hutzberger, our, our guest, uh, Mike, our tremendous uh, co-host of the year, I'm Greg Mahochko. This is Nerd United, a Jerry Monkey podcast, and we remind you each and every week to be kind and rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.